take a moment finding comfort finding quietude and finding peace within your body by simply taking the breath in and a relaxing breath out. Again, noticing taking in wonderful information, sounds, smells, even the visual perceptions of what you see. And with each breath in, and with each breath out, allowing it to settle within your body, softening the edges and digesting the information. Breathing in and breathing out. Taking one moment to open your eyes and see your visual perception the field of energy in front of you and simply closing your eyes and sealing this practice in one step further, breathing in and breathing out, moving in to the feeling of your body, taking a gentle scan, whatever that means to you, noticing tension, or just a gentle relaxation. Breathing in and breathing out. Moving your awareness to smells, sounds, and the other five senses that you participate with every day. An in-breath and an out-breath. I remind you to check in with your intuition. Check in with what's coming up at this moment. And with no rush, no urgency, opening your eyes at your pace to see the room, to see your space, the environment, a little differently than when you first started this practice. Hi, it's Ryan. Welcome to your weekly dose of The Psychedelic Psychologist, where I invite my guests to share stories about their psychedelic experiences. We cover a variety of topics from overcoming addiction and severe depression to finding wholeness and spiritual emergence. Today's podcast, you're going to hear from one of my guests, Adam, who shares with me their wonderful experience with psilocybin and the call to their journey. Adam. It's so great to see you. Great to hear you. How are you coming in today? Great to see you as well. Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. We did a lot of intentional sessions and kind of focused. How did you find, or like I always ask, how did psychedelics find you? Uh, that would have been... They refound me actually. I, the summer after I graduated high school, it was a recreational thing with some friends, close, close friends. And, you know, it involved woods and a lake and just a lot of laughing and just kind of eye opening experience. It was a little bit of a anxiety ridden 
teenager child, a lot of pent up things that were maybe, you know, I was hiding or, or not ad- admitting and coming to, and it just kind of gave me this connection to my friends on another level. And then also the earth really was, there was this, a few things that just, there was this really this connection to the earth. And over that summer, I, I played with it quite a bit and, uh, you know, and then, and then life just kind of took over and it slowly dissipated. And, and some of those things I learned and saw, I forgot. So several years later, I, I had experienced again, but it wasn't in the greatest like setting, like a base, a cold, cold basement. And it was not a great setting. There was some weird energy. So I kind of like fell away from it a little bit, but I still have some of those memories, which again, I was able to do my sister and I actually. So, and there was a connection there that has, has always kind of been because of it, but then life happened. Yeah. You know, jobs and fun times like that. And you just kind of forget. I, so. You sound with an emotion, you echo an emotion as you reflect back at your teenage and adolescent years with the medicines. What was the emotion I heard in that? explanation oh i would say complete joy that that was the biggest it 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 allowed me and i think that you know of course some of my research and that of of the ego right of dropping of the ego and that was something prior to ever experimenting i had no knowledge that was my own but i found in that it was i felt a lot more comfortable in just my earthly body and my, I was understanding my brain a little bit more and yeah, a lot of, a lot of joy. Of course, there were times of sorrow, right. And, and, and I was able to kind of use it at one point to see things that I had been doing that were really wrong. And I was brought like in like the, what I was doing was right. And it kind of, I just a little put me in check a little bit. It was on my own. I mean, it was something that I saw and I kind of put myself in check and kind of fixed, well, I guess not fixed myself, but just cleaned up my ass a little bit, I should say. <laughs> I love that. I love that. There's some humility in that, isn't there? Tons of, I mean, you, that, that's probably one of the top five words you could come up with of the experience would be humility. For sure. And, and fast forward now today, you're walking with so much authenticity as I get to know you and work with you. Is this something that really introduced itself to you for a purpose or what was your motivation coming back in concert with psilocybin? I think it was, well, I know, you know, there was a relationship in my life that happened and it didn't, it didn't work out, but it wasn't, it wasn't working the whole time. And I knew that the entire time. And, uh, you know, a friend of mine just suggested, you know, looking into it again and sort of doing a little, you know, Googling and, you know, was able to, you know, you kind of fell in my lap then as well. And I started, you know, to, researching some of your stuff and of course other websites and that and it just was like it just I knew the moment that I heard of it that I was like oh I will absolutely have to participate in this event again and this is great you bring up a valid point Adam about both 
the importance of research and reassurance. I talk about those two words quite often, as well as just the intuition that you go, oh, yes, this is the time and this is probably the modality that works. Can you tell me a little bit about how much research and when is it that intuition just said, hey, enough already, let's do this? You know, I think a lot of it, I would like, you know, and, and with the other states making, you know, legal way with this, there's been a lot more availability and I've had a lot of opportunities to do that recreationally. I was like, I, I don't want, I didn't want to do that because I had already done that so much. I wanted to be able to kind of, and of course, you know, there's a few Netflix, you know, documentaries and these, you know, one that recently came out that was just. I'm so happy I actually thought after the fact, because it was just something that was, I needed to process after because I was like, yes. And I didn't, I, I wanted is the least amount of anything preconceived. Right. But I also was seeing some of the studies that were done in the fifties and sixties. And I thought it was so cool to kind of take away, you know, everyone talks about the, the visuals and that, and like, in this setting, taking away all those other senses and only really being like in your brain was a whole nother level that was just, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So you did a classical therapeutic psychedelic experience and with the blindfold, the music, the whole shebang, you talk about, yeah, being in your consciousness. What, what was the experience that you're integrating today? Well, what's landing for you and how, how are you? making sense of it you know coming out i well i guess that's for laughter but yeah coming out of it i really was kind of thought i had all the answers right and then you get back into the real world and things kind of start flip but then you have the moments where it just comes back and you go nope and and you believe everything that you everything that you saw and experienced and of course I had no vision, <laughs> like, you know, my, my eyes were closed, but what I saw was just this connection to everybody, everything, past, present, future. And I have to remind myself in this time. And that's, I think what I'm maybe, I wouldn't even say struggling with is how do I use this every day as a tool? And that's, just really, you know, why we're here doing this now. Like, how can I integrate it in my everyday life? I love this about what you're saying, because it is what I would coin the practical integration. You say it so spot on. There's all this past. These are memories. They're real. And when it starts to slip, the vitality needs to be reminded of how real it was. How are you doing that today? It's been two or three weeks. And what are you doing when you start to go, okay, this is real and I'm going to practically engage in it today? I think the biggest that I, is that when I say this is real, when I make that conscious decision, right? Because I feel like hopefully repetitive that it will just happen for me and I won't have to be conscious of it, but I am able to breathe a little easier. I'm able to be present in what is just happening in my experience here right now. The biggest, the biggest thing I'm taking from it in my everyday practice is grace and giving others grace. 
Wow. That's deep. Yeah. yeah. I heard you say the love and appreciation for others and now giving people grace. Can you <laughs> tell me about what that's like to walk with? You know, feel like someone like myself, I've been up high anxiety, just, you know, ball of energy kind of that just like, you know, I sometimes can't feel comfortable sitting still or, or that. And that just is, so if I want to go somewhere, I want to go there. And if someone's in my way, like, you know, screw you. And now it's like, okay, they probably got their own stuff going on. Like, it's not that big of a deal with three seconds longer to get, you know, letting that car in front of you, not getting angry at the grocery store, at the couple that's just not paying attention to anything but themselves. And they're kind of walking towards, but, you know, you, and, you, know, you think, was there a traumatic experience that they're having, that they're processing, that they're talking about? Are they in the middle of a breakup or are they just getting together, you know, and you just really do have more grace for people. And that's not just strangers. I mean, you know, my partner, my family, my mom, my dad, my sister, I'm really close with, but I can be a little, you know, with that anxiety, I can be a, a little bit of a hothead. Oh, you know, quick to, quick to respond. Um, but being able to apologize right away. Hey, that's the, I love that's it. the old me. Put it away for a second. And now I'm sorry, you know, and being able to say that. I so appreciate you saying it. I think psychedelics, one of the greatest things is, is it's very humbling. It's ego dissolving, but the practicality of it just saying, it's not about you. Turn to empathy. Grace, okay. judgment is gone. There's okay. no need to judge and love leads. And so this understanding of all of us, including myself, we have that Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde personality just be checked, right? You're like all of a sudden walking around smiling at people. And the way you said it about the grocery store with couples is spot on. Just wondering what their lived experience is at this moment with sympathy, empathy, and compassion. Yeah. And I think normally I would have been maybe said something, you know, like, you know, like, watch where you're going. But instead of that, it was more of a, I just smiled. And so the old thing, killing with kindness, right? Let's help me take a little of that. And I tried to use that. With the time that's elapsed from your experience, what's some of the bigger elements that you're still chewing on, trying to make sense or allow to settle within yourself? There was a few in my experience. I had connections with a lot of people. I would say that the majority of them were in the past. And then there was maybe some in like a future, not this life, but a future life and where I'm able to reconnect with someone. And uh, I was able to, I, I mean, it just like processing that has been a lot because sometimes you're thinking about it and then you're like, oh, wait, like that happened. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying that you felt in the experience past life experiences as well as future life experiences? So what I'm hearing you say is reconciling the fact it's not just this time continuum you were within that you actually felt past life regression as well as future life expression a hundred percent yeah that that was the biggest and i had not felt that in any recreational times that i had tried it before it was call me crazy right but i saw myself in past setting and it really was even with the music happening i knew like it was this kind of type of music and I was really willing the music to change and the music changed. I was like, oh, that's great. It is a more, it was a newer age music. And then it kind of went in. I was really feeling I wanted to be connected to like ancestors 
And I was, it was a little bit more of a, maybe like a Eastern vibe. And I was like, I don't know, like right where I am now is where I need it. But I'm, of course, not saying this, I'm feeling it. And then the music is naturally just changing because there's a connection outside of, of just communicating with words, which may sound just, again, a little far out there, but who says? <laughs> That's what I love. Yeah. Who says? Because it's all real. Yeah. So I was feeling it and I was connecting with what I thought was myself in another, another time, a lot earlier time before the technology and it was really a part of the earth and the land. It felt like that part was a very a big connection. You've said this a couple of times about nature or the earth and the land. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about the emotion. What's the felt sense in your heart when you verbalize those connections? I was just feeling a oneness. I guess that would be, and maybe it is your brain manifesting what like calm is, or you think about nature and you think of that and you think of trees and you think of water maybe, but. I guess what I really felt was that it was the setting that has been given to us to enjoy and to live, but that they, or it, or the being of these, I guess, uh, earth made things were also connected to me and that I could almost feel those experiences that they have maybe the joys, the sadness, the sorrow, anger of just like anything that had been there before me. What is that providing you as you think about the oneness and the intimate interweaving that it plays the nature of the earth with you? What's been provided by knowing that and feeling that? 100% comfort in knowing. I know for a fact that after my time here is done or anyone in my life that has gone already or will go, that we will be there together again, that it won't be the end. And I think that religion, whether these people in these holy books are real or not, whether these godlike powers are, are real and growing up very Christian, like, you know, I grew up in a Christian, well, I guess not the household necessarily, but my parents were like, okay, you go to Sunday school and confirmation and when you graduate that you can do whatever you want, but this is what you, you have to get these they wanted those. I guess the ideologies, of course, that's for another discussion <laughs> if they're actually being practiced in that setting. But I know that we make, we make excuses in our lives every day. So why not make an, or make up a reason to say, okay, this is why, like we can live happy because we will be together in this heaven later on, whether it was heaven, whatever it was an existence of just oneness that will be for many, maybe other other sessions, but I did find comfort in just knowing that, that the people that I've had strong connections that I've really struggled with dealing with in this earthly life of mine, that those losses that will be together again. So in maybe, I don't know, another realm, another universe, another setting, I don't know what it is. Maybe it will be a path. And then that just opens a whole nother box of words that you can you know, you could go into that conversation for hours. I know the time continuum and what a lovely opportunity to reconnect with 
our souls group, our group of spirits that we're embodied in right now. The confidence and comfort that you feel, do you need to do anything with it? Or are you able to just allow it to be without trying to dig into making sense of it? I, at this moment, I don't need to, because I had a really comforting feeling. Have been thinking lots though about, I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't connect with that soul. And I want to, I want to go back there to then explore that person. And I'm like, man, that could be a lot of questions, <laughs> but there are a few people in my life that I know I have to continue to keep, you know, relationships with, or I want to, right. But again, life, real life stuff happens and you kind of lose contact and it's like, oh, nope, I might need to see that person in that space again. So I can reconnect again in this space. What you're saying right now, if we could go down a tangent and rabbit hole is so important because we are in this world right now where there's structure to relationships, there's conflict and, and you just said something that really resonates with me is there are people here that we might not have fulfilled our contract with, or we want to be able to reconnect with or make a relationship with and what i'm hearing you say is there are ways to do that it just might not be in the physical manifestation that it once was or what it could have been yes yeah that you're saying that we can still connect energetically spiritually and emotionally with these people that we have come across and that could be a way of healing the karmic or contract we've had or why we come into each other's life. Yeah, exactly. Even just a friend who I, was a good friend of mine, I, and I just saw him last weekend and I hadn't seen him in, in months. And we have just, when we, we met, our, we have a little bit of an age difference. So it wasn't, I wouldn't say, not that it wasn't appropriate. It was just a little different. Like I was a lot older, but there was a connection there and it was not going away. And then we happen to go to the same gym. So that's really then how the friendship actually did start was we'll work out together or whatever. And, and there was a strong connection there and their life went a different path. They chose to do some, some things that brought them away from the United States and even our home state. And we just kind of fell apart or fell, fell away. But then when I saw him last weekend, I saw that there was a lot, there was a lot of sadness there. And there was some to work on some things. And I'm like, whoa, it's just like me coming back in my life. Cause I need to, not that I'm gonna fix them, but that I just, my relationship, our friendship, our connection has been very close over the years. And I think that he just needs me again and is brought back into my life. I'm like, oh no, I need to make some time. And that's just on a friendship level. Of course, there's other things that I thought are past relationships and one that I was really caught up on and, and really the reason I wanted to kind of do this whole experience in the very beginning. And then because I entered into a new relationship, I felt it really wasn't fair to my current partner. I was going to be doing this whole experience based on this trauma and sadness that I felt enjoyed right in the last relationship. But we did connect our souls did, were able to connect because it wasn't all about that. There was a brief moment where it was like, because I felt I had to honor just the fact that this was the whole reason I was 
going to do this experience that I had to spend a little bit of time. And that gave me just a lot of, I mean, I guess what you would call closure in whatever that meant. I love that. And reminding you of the wonder and beauty you have with your new partnership too, Mm -hmm. right? This idea that you were able to find closure, understand the nuances of why it happened or why it didn't. And it's a breath of fresh air to remember that, yeah, not all of them are supposed to be retried or worked out again, but actually gives you more motivation and clarity of what you're doing in your current relationships. Yeah. And I would, you know, to add to that too, is when I had not been doing much, much work or research or anything on the field five and in this relationship, but I remember when it was ending and one thing that I messaged them and I just said, I don't like, it won't work in this, in this world, like in this, at this time, like we just can't because we were connected on so deeply, but the everyday pressures of just every day was never going to, just our past, our family dynamics, our friend dynamics, our work dynamics, all that, it was never going to work. It doesn't mean that that connection, again, the soul. And I, and I just, I said, maybe, and that's when I started thinking like, maybe we have a lot of soulmates because I've had a lot of relationships that were there for the time for, for a reason in that moment. And, and, and even though they're not there anymore, still, I live with that every day. Right. Without doubt, there are more than one soulmate. And I often would say until next time. And then the mischievous person's like going to go hunting around in the next lifetime, right? You're like, I'm, right. I'm going to try to reconcile this or make sense of why there is such a deep woven connection. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make me feel bad about my current partner either, because I know in that, in that experience, future too, I'll also be, I'll also be with them. So and who knows what dynamic that will look like or what that will look like at that point. But it doesn't make me feel bad about that because, you know, I wouldn't be the person I'm right now with my partner now if I didn't have all those other relationships. So important. You know, Let's even get that it. like trivial, like, like high school. I just feel that because that person that I was with in high school, that was not right. We were never meant to be together like that, but we're so, so close and friends and we can pick up right where we left off because I know that there was a bigger, you know, it wasn't just, uh, high school people say what's the high school love and it's like no that was real <laughs> and it was a lot deeper I, I did not I was feeling things that I had at 17 years old didn't know how to process I needed these 20 years on top of it yeah there's a lot of maturity in the long game isn't there mm-hmm. a lot of growth lots of transformation and I think it also shows when there's almost 8 billion people on the planet and I believe there's been like a hundred billion people that have walked the planet. Yeah, there's probably more people we're interwoven with than we can even imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's someone who like love at first sight, or we just clicked right away. It's like we've known each other forever. I mean, yeah, you have. <laughs> <laughs> Such a wonderful conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, integrating psychedelics, what's on the horizon? What is on the psychedelic horizon? When are you going to know to consider doing it again? Or... How are you going to make that choice? Well, I have, okay, I think I need to do this again right away. Because it was such a, it was almost like, I felt like, what is the word I'm trying to find? A structured, you know, with the guide, all about like the mental part of it, like mental health, that part of my anxiety, depression, sort of traumas, trauma healing, 
is, well, maybe I need a little recreational with it. Just kind of get back there too. But I think, oh, I don't know if I can probably ever go back to just like, oh, well, I wouldn't want to do it in a large group, but ever. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, absolutely. And planning, you know, planning a guide with my partner, because if if he doesn't get to try it soon, he's going to be, he's just going to leave me. (laughs) I need to do that. Quit holding me back. And then I was like, I feel so bad. I've been holding you back. But I, I'm like, does someone go with the recreational first or zip first? And, and what goes first? I don't know. I think that time will tell. But I'm hoping in the next, honestly, could say in the next few weeks, a month, that I'd like to maybe have just a, another one, another independent, maybe. Yeah. And you say partners and working in partnerships and the balance of what I like to call recreationally therapeutic or therapeutically recreational. At some juncture, I'm a monster fan, as you've said beautiful testimonies to the therapeutic experience because of the safe setting to surrender. You're able to let go and trust in the process. You're walking around the woods or you're at a concert. It's beautiful. A festival is fantastic. Yet there's so many other variables and defense mechanisms that could come up that are important, but we have to consider aren't necessarily healing your biographical story in that moment. It's more archetypal or more universal or collective. What's the homage you pay to psychedelics today on the other end of a beautiful experience? What are you owing gratitude to psilocybin today? I... I want to show my appreciation by spreading the word, by, by sharing it because it's, it's with us and we just maybe haven't found it yet. Some, some people haven't found it again. I keep sending people these, you know, like, Hey, that watch this, <laughs> watch this, this one's short, but if you want to do the whole series, this is great, but just really explaining or really going into depth with my entire experience in there. Well, I'm honored and I admire deeply your courage, your vulnerability and your transformation. And I'm grateful to be a part of your journey. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for the opportunity to share. What's the emotion coming up? I am just, I said it right before we started too. I'm feeling a little anxious, but not a bad anxious. And anxious that I'm about to open the this morning it's about to get all these presents and i think it's because i'm just i've really kind of brought just having the conversation with you being able to get back in that space where i'm like just anxious for the next to just kind of see where where what i'll find next time because i want to do it i really do want to do it as therapeutic i think i just kind of keep breaking this down and keep because i think i'll be able to help people and, and myself it's not about just everyone else it's really about me but when you fix yourself or when you have those moments you can you can just just in things you say how you react that that message can just continue to to hopefully just pass it on and always be gentle with yourself (laughs) that too